Welcome to the Confident Athlete Podcast, your comprehensive guide to building champions headfirst. I'm your host, Callum McKinnon, a former athlete and owner of Rise Above Adversity Mental Performance Coaching. Now, in this episode, we're going to talk about perfectionism in sports, its impact on athletes, their performance, and also their mental health and well-being. So let's get stuck into it. What is perfectionism? Now, perfectionism is a trait characterized by a person's concerns in striving for flawlessness and perfection. Now, with this comes a critical and negative self-evaluation or self-analysis, and there is a concern of what other people think or other people's critiques or evaluations. Now, it is driven by internal pressures that might be to avoid failure or the harsh judgment of others. And how this shows up, it manifests as criticism of ourselves as an athlete, or even we project that onto others and criticize other athletes. So the reason I want to talk about this is because some athletes pride themselves on being a perfectionist, while others see it as a major mental barrier or roadblock to their success. The truth is some of the greatest athletes in the world are perfectionists, and all of them, all the athletes at professional levels, have traits of perfectionism. So what are these traits? Well, generally, they set big goals. They're highly motivated and committed. They're disciplined to achieving a high standard, and they generally work relentlessly hard. Now, this is not too different from anyone who has achieved success, even at any level. But the difference, and I guess what makes them great, is that in their way, they use failure and adversity to be able to drive them further. So there are two forms of perfectionism in athletes and people in general. There is healthy perfectionism, and there is an unhealthy perfectionism. Now, well-known former coach and executive of the NFL or National Football League, Vince Lombardi, had a quote that read, Perfection is not attainable, but if we can chase perfection, we might catch excellence. The late, great Kobe Bryant spoke about his career saying, I was chasing perfection, even though I knew that I would probably never catch it. But just the fact that I was willing to chase it, I would defeat most of my opponents because most of my opponents would never chase something that didn't have any guarantees attached to it. Now, both of these quotes are examples of positive or healthy perfectionism. There is an acceptance that nothing's going to be perfect. They're not going to be perfect. The performance or the competition isn't going to run perfectly, but the fuel and the drive to chase that is what makes them great and is what makes them successful. And on the other hand, there is unhealthy perfectionism. Now, unhealthy perfectionism is an expectation of everything going perfect and performing flawlessly every time you step into the ring, onto the field, pitch, court, or whatever environment it is that you compete in. Now, this trait creates for some of the highest of highs, but most of the time, the lowest of lows. In fact, the more competitors involved in competition at once, the less likely the outcome is going to work out perfect. Why? Because each competitor, whether it is a teammate or opponent, has a different idea of what that process looks like to get the desired result, whether that's winning or performing to a high standard. And this in turn creates for unexpected circumstances, surprises in competition, and adversity. This is how mistakes, turnovers, imperfect actions take place. Now, once again, expectation, reality. And in between is the stress that creates those unhelpful emotions. So you may have heard this before, but uh, I'm going to tell you the story about the tyrannical trio of our ego. Now, this directly relates to how unhealthy perfectionism works within us. So let me introduce the trio. So we have the perfectionist, we have the pusher, and we have the punisher. 
Now, the perfectionist sets this flawless expectation of self, of our actions, of our performance, and of our results. Now, this triggers our pusher to go ahead. So the pusher is like the workhorse and strive to meet this unattainable expectation. Now, once the pusher fails to meet this perfect expectation, and it will happen, our punisher, who is our inner critic, our negative self-talk, steps in and points out all the mistakes that we make and really can leave us feeling quite worthless. Now, when this trio of tyranny shows up in every practice, every competition, it can really uh, leave us feeling incredibly drained and questioning our value and our self-worth. Now, the big difference between healthy and unhealthy perfectionism is unhealthy perfectionism is accepting nothing less than reaching an unattainable expectation of yourself. Whereas healthy perfectionism is striving for excellence and understanding that you are working in an imperfect environment. That is, mistakes are going to be made, but it cannot affect the things that you can control. Things like effort and attitude. Now, the beauty of it is, although we speak on perfectionism as a trait, a trait is basically a habit that has been practiced over and over and over again, and it becomes our autopilot. So it can be changed, first of all, with, with an awareness um, that this basically, this trait is not helping me and a perspective shift. So once we put that perspective shift into repetition and repetition and repetition, um, we create this thought process and it starts to build momentum. And eventually after repetition and repetition and repetition, it becomes our new autopilot way of thinking. Now the mind is just like a muscle. So the more you work it, the stronger it gets. Now, the beauty with a mindset shift is creates better actions and those actions create better results. Now, perfectionism is something that affects people at all different levels. Four-time tennis Grand Slam singles champion Naomi Osaka openly admitted her struggles with perfectionism and the impact that it has had on her both mentally and emotionally. Now, in an interview that she did a few years ago, she said, I tell people that I'm a perfectionist. For me, a result that is less than perfection, even if it's something great, is actually a disappointment. Now, Osaka notably withdrew from the French Open in 2021 because of her challenges with depression and anxiety. So what is the impact of unhealthy perfectionism? Because it is way more common than you might think. It creates this situation where you're never satisfied. Even when you win, the mistakes or imperfect elements of performance are way more prevalent to you and wear on you mentally and emotionally. Now, this can cause a more depressive state of mind and outlook on life. Secondly, it creates so much pressure and anxiety within because of the desire to meet the expectation of the perfect performance. So for most, it creates this love-hate relationship with their sport and causes a lot of athletes to lose passion and motivation because of that feeling of never being good enough in correlation with the expectations that they set. So growing up and playing basketball from the age of seven years old, I've had this perfectionist trait. And in fact, a lot of athletes that I work with these days come to me with a strong perfectionist trait. Now, I definitely fell into the unhealthy perfectionist category. So there were times where losing or not playing well really affected me and at times had me in tears. Other parents were concerned because, you know, it looked like I didn't want to be out on the court. Sometimes my attitude was poor, which impacted focus and impacted effort. And I would even, I guess, fake injuries or, you know, I'd get injured or it wouldn't be that bad. Um, but it'd be sometimes just to come out of the game because I was embarrassed and ashamed of the way that I was playing because I wasn't meeting this expectation. 
Now, like everyone else, I would go into competition with great intentions, but it was the inner perfectionist that created this battle within. Now, my mum and dad, who were great athletes in their respective sports, could not figure out why I had this mindset towards sport because it was completely different to the way that they approached their sport and competition when they were growing up. And this was a battle within that had showed up most of my junior career and even into my seniors. I remember labeling myself as a confidence player. So just as Naomi Osaka labeled herself the perfectionist, I would label myself a confidence player. So if things were going well, it was great. If they didn't, I could literally fall over my own feet. And what's that quote by Buddha? What you think you'll become, what you feel you'll attract, what you imagine you'll create. So a confidence player was exactly who I was at that point in time. It wasn't till the age of 28 that I realized with the goal of finishing my career at the professional level that I needed some help and support. Now, little did I know at this point, it was my mindset that needed the most work. Now, I won't go into it into too much detail because you can catch my journey into pro sports in the first episode of the Confident Athlete Podcast. Check it out if you haven't listened to it yet. But this was the turning point for me. It showed me a different perspective, a different mindset, which then allowed me to turn those negative traits of perfectionism into a healthier, determined, and much more emotionally balanced journey into that professional level of basketball. And all it took for me was a different perspective, a mindset shift. And I hope that this episode can do the same for you because there is nothing wrong with being a perfectionist. In fact, the insane work ethic, the passion, the commitment, and the discipline to put in the extra work to succeed, all these traits of a perfectionist is something that I can't force you or make you do. That's on you. Shifting your mental maximizing your potential and translating your work into consistent performance is something that I can 100% help you with. But as always, I'm not leaving you without a key strategy or takeaway that you can implement into competition today, especially if you have some perfectionist traits that are hindering your performance or your joy in sport. So first of all, there are three elements to shifting your mindset, the awareness, acceptance, and the action. And I hope if you're listening to this and maybe you can relate to this, well, then you've already mastered the awareness element. Secondly, if you've got this far and you're looking for a tool or a strategy to help shifting into a positive perfectionist mentality, well, then you've also conquered the acceptance element. So here's the action or perspective that you can put into practice and create repetition for it to become ingrained into the subconscious mind, which is our habit mind. So this is our autopilot mind. It allows us to read and react without consciously taking over the process or consciously thinking through the process. But like any habit, it can only be instilled with repetition. So in this instance, I'm going to give you a mantra that you can take into competition, but also into your career journey in sport. Now, this one comes from one of the greatest alpine skiers of all time, US Olympian, Michaela Schifrin. Keep your expectations low, but your standards high. So let me say that again. Keep your expectations low, but your standards high. So let's break this down. What's the difference between expectations and standards? Well, expectations are usually outcome-based. Winning a competition, statistical results, being picked for a certain team or opportunity, Standards, on the other hand, are the process to achieving results. Because in the end, performance is actually a behavior. It's not a result. So focusing on your behaviors and what you can control will influence the outcome or result generally in a positive way. So for Makayla, she would focus on pushing herself in training and competition, doing her best with her turns, having good tactics, and being aggressive, but then not placing an expectation on winning because anything can happen in competition. 
So if you focus on the smaller actions that you can perform in this moment, it will usually influence your results in a positive way. Not all the time, though. Sometimes you can perform really well and lose, or sometimes you may not play to your potential but still win, especially in team sports where others are influencing the results too. So having expectations or placing expectations upon ourselves often creates future thinking. So first of all, you've already split your attention between what's important now or the details of this present moment and the what is for the future. Effectively, in doing so, you can only maximize a certain amount of focus. You can only maximize a certain percentage of your skill set. Now, this can lead to a feeling of pressure to win. Uh, and pressure to perform, leaving you with a higher level or triggering a higher level of anxiety and overwhelm. Now, every performance has a process to get to that end result. And that is why every score starts at zero, zero. So perform the elements of competition that you have control over to a high standard. Have a standard of excellence for effort and let go of any expectation of what the outcome will be because in essence, that's the part that you can't control. Once again, thank you for tuning into the Confident Athlete Podcast. I would love to hear your feedback on perfectionism, your journey with perfectionism, or how focusing on standards over expectations has impacted performance for you. Now, you can reach me at riseaboveadversity.com.au on most social media platforms at riseaboveadversity, or you can personally email me at coachcow at riseaboveadversity.com.au. Now, if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing to the Confident Athlete Podcast and leaving a review. It allows me to impact more athletes for the better that go through these similar challenges along these along their athletic journey. I appreciate you joining me and I look forward to continuing this journey of confidence and mental strength together. Keep an eye out for our next episode, but until then, keep putting the work in, keep believing in yourself, and never underestimate the power of a confident athlete.